racing in Bunbury on a Saturday afternoon. Now, had a few people get in contact with me on social media over the last 24 hours asking me, Gareth, we need to talk to Simon Miller regarding Live to Tell and uh, her plans going forward. I think she'll be aimed up at the Quokka. She was meant to start tomorrow afternoon at Ascot, but then they transferred that meeting to Belmont, and uh, Simon Miller scratched her. He's just been on the text with me. He's just flown out back to Perth from Sydney. He's been here inspecting yearlings, head of the classic yearling sale. He said it was going to be 41 and they wanted us to float those horses down from Perth. Um, the truck would have been like a sauna. I wasn't risking a horse like that to go down to Bunbury. Doesn't make sense really. He makes a good point and I guess it's a situation with the horses that are based in the southwest of the state like a Bunbury or a Pinjarrah travelling to, to Perth for a race meeting like that. So I guess Rawa can't win in a way, but um, you can totally understand why Simon Miller's decided to scratch Live to Tell, so she'll be saved for another day. As Riley Morgan joins us now. G'day, Riley. It's an interesting time in the West, and it's unfortunate we don't get to see Live to Tell because um, she's very good. She finished second in the Karakata Plate, and she had, I think she was shin sore on that particular day, and we didn't get to see her in the spring because of a th uh, throat infection. Um, but we'll have to wait for another Saturday to see her back at the races. Yeah, we certainly will. Good morning to you, Gareth. And I think you, you make a really good point there in the fact that Rala, Rala can't win. But what they did do this time in comparison to the last couple of, uh, I guess, instances we've had this extreme heat over here is that they made their decision nice and early during the week. The decision was made on Wednesday about the meeting being transferred to Bunbury and trainers had plenty of time, like Simon has done, so to, to sort of make their decision about what they want to do and, and where they want to go because I know it's, it's going to be substantially cooler down there and we'll actually get a full race program out and, out and run. So, yeah, it's disappointing we don't get to see her return and, and do battle with Wild Bell, who I've just seen has come out this morning as well. So that feature down there at Bunbury on the weekend has certainly changed complexion since we've uh, since we've woken up this morning. Well, you've been on fire, mate. You had another big day at the office there on Wednesday, $5 winner, I think. No, two $5 winners. So you've got plenty of cash. So what are we doing at Bunbury on a Saturday afternoon? Yeah, there's a couple early in the program, Gareth. I think fine races that are that are very suitable. Race one, number six with the setup. I have to stick fat with Wonder Weapon here. I thought she was a she was a moral beaten last start and was only really getting stronger through the line late when she saw clear air. She she beat home the key danger in this race, Bonjoy Fresh, first up this campaign at twelve hundred metres and gets two kilos in her favour here for doing so. And and I like the fact that Chris Parnham's drawn outside Clint on the main danger, who should know where he has at all times drawn that inside and having to sort of get back there along the fence. So she gets a five kilo pull overall at the 1675 metres, which I think is perhaps a, a little query for Bonjoy, the key danger, the filly in the race, and sorry, the mare, and, and looks a great opportunity, I think, for her to, to make amends here for last start. So race one, number six, Wonder Weapon, I'm happy to be with. And, and race two, number four, I think this looks the best setup for Birdie Eagle for Neville Parnham, all preparation. This horse, he backs up off the seven days, stepping up to the mile here. He's already twice a winner in his career, including a, a really strong win in 72-plus company, last preparation off the seven-day backup, and, and found some form with clearly his best run of the prep seven days ago. This horse just runs for Brad Parnham, and, and Brad Parnham back aboard last weekend was the, the tonic, I think, for him returning to form. And with Gift of the Heart, who's obviously the market says once again the first couple of races, the main danger here should lead softly I think he'll stalk right in behind and, and they should get every chance to control the race from there and, and Brad Parnham should be able to peel out and, and get every chance to gun him down in the straight if he was if he is good enough. So race two, number four for me as well, Gareth. Birdie Eagle, 
to kick off the program in the first couple of races. There's still a, a little bit more to, I think, get involved with here over the latter stages of the card. I'm pretty keen to get involved in the two-year-old race uh, with a couple of horses here. Russell Stewart, if you missed a couple of his two-year-olds in last week's race behind Golden Vale, they went super. He's got some really nice uh, juveniles in his stable at the moment, and Golden Kathleen, I think, looks no exception. She trialled in very similar fashion to those stable mates that went super behind Golden Vale last week, and, and I think she's drawn a barrier to hold a position here on debut, and, and think we might see another very nice two-year-old unveiled and prove hard to hold out. And SJ Miller's horse as well, Gareth, if the, the market trend continues here, you may even be able to back the pair of them. I was happy to back and save, but Elite Missile was a run that no one missed on debut behind Glasgow Lass, and, and he certainly doesn't have to get as far back here from a much more favourable barrier. I think he's the, he was the clear danger for mine. I put Golden Kathleen on top, and I'm happy to back and save that pair at the moment. But the way the market's trending late, we may even be able to back both of them for a result there in the two-year-old race. All right there, mate. So I like the conference there a little later on the program. Anything else for us, or is that it there on, on a nah, Saturday nah. afternoon at Bunbury? There's a couple of HY odds I think will run really good races late in the card. Race 7, number 8, Honeydew. She finally draws a barrier for the first time this campaign, and she's been crying out for 1,200 metres. And she was perhaps a little bit disappointing on face value last start, but once you, you dig deeper with the run she had, the tempo, they sort of how slowly they went, and sectionally, she couldn't have done a lot more. So I love the Brad Parnham booking. I'm big on Brad Parnham's book of mounts out there on Saturday. And I think if she can park leaders back and peel off in the straight to come up, and then she looks ready to win race seven, number eight, Honeydew. I think she'll go she'll go very close. And, and in the final event on the program, I'm happy to be with the runner-up to the, the Perth Cup runner-up, Be Optimistic, in that Kalgoorlie Cup resuming here and recalled for, for DMAC. And I thought the trial for a stayer resuming was unreal. And, and this horse goes super fresh. Ran second to starring Knight. First up last campaign, who would start a clear favourite in this. And, and while we're used to him, once he got up and tripped last preparation, really getting back and running on, hitting the line hard, I'm, I'm not so convinced the way he began in that trial. He has to get so far back here from the barrier. So while it's not an easy race to finish, Gareth, it's certainly a, a, a wide-open one. I think he's the wrong price, clearly, at double figures. I was considerably shorter and think he can run a really good each-way race to round out the program. Good on you, Riley. Keep on dominating, mate. We appreciate your time on Giddy Up. Beautiful. Thanks very much, Gareth. There's, there's Riley Morgan from one gun to another in the West. Pete Anthony joins us. G'day, Pete. G'day, Gareth. Hey, just a quick question. Zip away. How good is he? I think it was a big price there tomorrow in that um, three-year-old event at Caulfield. I think you run a big race. Yeah, the form around the three-year-olds in WA is pretty good. I thought the trial, he couldn't really have done too much more. It was pretty quiet. Um, blinkers weren't on. Uh, look, it's probably just going to come down to how the track plays, isn't it? Uh, I think Caulfield, without um, a great deal of wind around, it may very well suit those horses more on speed. So, look, Zipway will be... I'm sure he'll be forward enough to be able to give them a shake, but obviously Nifty Parnham's one of the better grand final trainers in WA, so I'm sure he'll have plenty in the locker for, for the Australian guineas. All right, mate. What are you doing at Bunbury tomorrow? Uh, probably having a sleep for most of the day. It's a, it's a real shocker. Yes. And Simon Miller taking out all of his uh, horses is removed a fair bit of interest for me. Look, race nine, number five, Keridwin for uh, Brad Parnham and, and Michael Lane. Look, draws gate one. I think it's going to be a day where you want to be on speed and probably drawn inside. Uh, look, the horse drawn gate one can just sit behind the leaders and just peel off. Look, it's been in unsuitable races the last couple, um, and I do like the senior going back on. So, look, on a very thin day, and one with very little interest, given it's you know the best part of 37 degrees or so. Um, that will be the one place for me. So race nine, number five.
Luke Fernie scratched his horses as well. So, yeah, two of the biggest stables in Perth aren't yeah. going to Bunbury. So um, you feel for everybody involved there. I think Rava's got their – they can't control the weather conditions. No. So um, maybe they could have pushed the meeting to a Sunday. I don't know. But, um, yeah, it's a little unfortunate. Some of the big guns won't be there on a Saturday afternoon racing in the West. Good on you, Pete. Thanks for that. And Tom Gareth.